What up, what up? Fantasy football hustler back at you. What's happening, Bogart Scott? Free in this thing. Yeah, yeah. So right now we're streaming on YouTube. What? Twitch. What? Facebook. What? Rumble. What? Twitter. X. And Instagram. Go over to Instagram. Do me a favor, guys. Go over there. Leave a comment in the live stream. Hit the like button if it gives you an, an option to do that. Shout out to our homie King D, who was up in here first. What up, bro? All right, Dennis okay. got it. He doesn't know what he didn't know what was going on with Twitch. I said Twitch was twitching, and uh, but he got it. We're good. What up, Debo? What up, Debo? Derek in the house. Salute. Salute, my brother. All right. It ain't over for me. And it ain't over for me. I can't hustling. Here that we go. Stuck in my head. Like, I swear to God, it's just that one. Out of all the <laughs> intro, just that part. It's stuck <laughs> in my head all day. Hell yeah. That was the uh, that was the plan. Hey, thanks, Devo, for going and uh, throwing a comment over <coughs> on uh, Instagram. <coughs> yeah, I tried to get like the dopest 10 second sound bits from every song that I could think of that had like money or hustling or something in there. Yeah, see, that's why we're gonna have to do uh we're gonna have to do a hustle and flow here pretty soon. That movie's so fucking good. It better be. <laughs> I'm more excited to, to have you watch um, the the Samuel Jackson, the Formula 51. Oh, which one is that one? So I, I told you a little bit about it. He's the he he made he's a chemist who got caught with like oh, and he made like a chemist a- who got caught with weed, so he lost like his like his his license or whatever, <coughs> and so um, and then he just turned into like the dopest do- drug creator. Like in the world. Yeah, he can synthesize the drugs. Yeah. Yeah. What up, Marco? What up, Marco? The thing that's crazy is his new invention. uh, I think it's called Formula 51. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's something with the 51 in there. Is it in the same universe as 21 Jump Street? (laughs) No. Samuel Jackson, (laughs) he's not in 21 Jump Street, is he? No, I'm saying it's in the same universe. You're in. Oh no. <laughs> okay, that. But, I have no uh, reason why it would be, but that would be that would be tough. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can find the trailer here. Might get flagged for the trailer. We'll see. We've been flagged for worse. I mean, they might shut it down for the mom- momentarily. I should say, because we'll get flagged for sure. But who's the fuck about that? Yeah, I need to see this thing now. You oh, had my intrigue. <laughs> Actually, the whole movie <coughs> is on YouTube. Cool. Word. The movie's out. <coughs> okay. Don't even show me. I'm going to watch this after the show. <coughs> okay. So, do you know how Blood In, Blood Out has, uh, like, has three different names of the movie? Yeah. Blood In, Blood Out. Um, bound by honor, and then sangre por sangre. <laughs> so oh, this I was is gonna say, uh, vatos locos. I was like, give me vatos locos for the win. <laughs> but those are the actual like real names of like the movie. You know, like depending on where you are or what time it came out, like you could know it by a different title. And uh, same same thing with this one because it go like Formula Fifty One 
is one of the titles and 51st state is the title. Okay. So it's uh it's real trippy because I didn't even know like about that about the 51st hey, state. Shoot my phone down link. <laughs> shoot me that link so I can get it. I'm, I'm not gonna miss this one. I watched that blood in, blood out thing too. Well, at least a good amount of it. That shit was dope. Well, this uh, one's just the this one's just the actual movie. So I'll yeah, send, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, so send okay. me the link. I want to watch the movie. Cool. But yeah, yeah the we're doing that, it. Uh, we're doing that one next week. We're doing Fallen this week. You know, you know what they should do. Oh, we're doing fifty. Okay, we're doing this movie next week. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, because we got we got Fallen this week. Yeah, let's. Uh, no, I mean like the the fifty first or formula, whatever. The yeah, fuck yep. yeah. Because this is one that I picked. I'm, I'm trying to pick uh, at least for these next couple, like like the two for the money. I picked that one because I knew neither of you guys watched it, and it's that fucking dope. <laughs> like this yeah. one, same thing. I'm pretty sure. I mean, you already said you never seen it. Pretty sure yeah. Nelly's never seen it. So I'm all about clandestine stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> but this one, and check out Peacock's new graphics in the background for us. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Oh, Peacock, if you're out there watching, check this out. Here's what I thought of for Blood in Blood Out Part Two. They should just call it Forever, eh? Right? <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Well, Peacock's him in the video deposition. Someone got run over by a concrete truck and died on the job. Fuck. Oh my god, <laughs> they're finally about to get rich. <laughs> <coughs> And Peacock, yeah. thanks for uploading yeah. all those, uh, all all those. Um, what's it called? The uh, the background, uh, the moving backgrounds. I I messaged you, but I don't know why. Sometimes from my computer, it won't let me message Android peeps. I have no idea why. It's because they're not on <laughs> iMessenger. They're not on iMessenger. That's what it is. No, but sometimes it'll let me do it. Most of the oh, time, it'll let me do it. So I'm not really sure what the deal. Sometimes is. Sometimes I feel like a nut. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, you're supposed to say, sometimes I don't. On the first day <laughs> of the rest of Elmo McElroy's life. I just graduated today, man. Got my degree in, 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 in pharmacology. It was the last thing he needed. The rules are like arbitrary, you know, made up for, for people who believe in, you know, like Santa Claus. Hey, hey but not us, right? What up, stranger? Over. Man. <laughs> Now he's back to settle the score. You gonna hug me and tell me how much you miss me or you gonna shoot me? And he's got the formula right. It's like getting a personal visit from God to make the deal, deal. of yeah. his century. You don't think it's gonna allow you to work out of me with $20 million for the formula that only exists in your head? I'm a McElroy kept alive. I don't do alive, I do dead. You waste everybody that gets near him. This fall. Who hired her to take me out? She wanted to do this that. This fall. She <laughs> she and Samuel Jackson, the whole movie, dresses like a golfer. The deal is $20 million. The deal is not. He loves the plaid quilt. And Elmo wants to stay alive long enough <laughs> to make a killing. Oh, a big shot. Oh, man, it's just a flesh wound. <laughs> Watch out! This is not the way we do business. I never heard of this shit. It's funny how the trailer has zero formula. Talk about, I mean, it's like. 
five UAC second like nothing. talk about yeah. the story. <laughs> and uh, they're really just showing all the action and shit. But uh, that's what's cool about the story with this is Formula 51. It's 51 ingredients that you could just go buy at the store. Wow. But you have to know the formula, though. That's what it's all about. Yeah, when he says, why am I going to pay? He said, why am I going to pay a million dollars or whatever for this formula? But it's just in your head. He's like, it's like, does you don't kill me, motherfucker. <laughs> well, no, and he actually has it uh, written down. <clears throat> he, has, he has this postcard and he, they showed it. It was like real quick. And then he lights the back of the postcard with a lighter. <clears throat> and then the formula starts to appear. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's pretty badass. Yeah. So this is one of those ones. I don't even what? remember who the fuck told me about what? it. When did this come out? Like, 02, I think. Okay, because it still had that 90s, you know, this fall. 2000, <laughs> 2001. Yeah, because I, I, I was like, man, this can't be, this got to be like some type of 90s or fucking early Lee. 2000s. Then when that song came in, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, this is late, this is early 2000s. Yep. Click, click, boom. Darn, 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 <laughs> hella movies. <laughs> 2020 uh, tw- uh 2001 and uh it looks like it's everywhere for free because it's on it's on peacock it's on pluto it's on 2b so cool this one's oh. see this one's one of those ones it's so not known <laughs> that like all the all the streaming sites like have it it's always the ones that aren't really super known where every streaming site has it <coughs> or the goat streaming site of all youtube <laughs> right has it yeah. i remember i used to watch everything on youtube before they went super corporate and like i said this this one literally is <laughs> yeah i mean it just it still fell through the woodworks hopefully they didn't pick it up now what no no we're talking about it oh i mean this is They're it's always been out, watching it's been out for a year on youtube at least like this stream or whatever yeah yeah cool and maybe it's uh, maybe it's lasting because it says fifty first state mm-hmm. instead of Formula fifty one. And I'm sure it's uploaded like a grittier version, like you know what I mean, like grimier, grittier, like quality version. So it's like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, usually. Yeah, I mean this one doesn't look too bad though. Like when I watched the Blood and Blood Out on YouTube, that's exactly how the tape looked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like the only thing that sucks about the YouTube Blood the In Blood Out version is the uh, well. It's oh, only the audio. Well, it's the audio of like the scene where the kid fucking shoots up and fucking dies. So it's like the audio of like when that part is about to happen. Yeah. like and I don't know why, but maybe that's the one scene that like YouTube just flags. So that's why the audio maybe got yeah. cut out there or something. Yeah, you ain't lying. Yeah. And uh, what up, Titans? He said, uh, Mariah, ready for that Lions beatdown this weekend? <laughs> All of a sudden, he's a Lions fan. It makes me feel good about it. He used to love on the Lions. Go go trade for a couple Lions players. I bet well, Mogo will be happy. You do, it for, do it for me, Titans. <laughs> oh, wait. You know what he did? He did. He traded for Jameer Gibbs. Times I love you, bro. <laughs> they did it like during the game. And I was like, man, I was like, Crispy fucked up. Should have waited till after the game. I was like, Jameer Gibbs value just went up. <laughs> what did he, he sell? Do you remember like just the ballpark? Well, it, well, it was the it was that Josh Allen one where he it was oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. multiple like four or five players and two draft picks for Allen and Travis Etienne. Good shit. Titans. Toyota one in the house. What up, bro? What up, Toyota? Shout out to Jessica. 
Uh-oh, and taking a hit from the ball. Hits ball. Oh, and you know what? So now uh, StreamYard, they have uh, they have more more tools now to where I can add like background music, like uh, like pretty much sound drops. We could just add like the sound drop. There it is, finally on stream. But I don't know how many we're going to be able to do. I have hundreds and hundreds like that are like on my on my thing. So that's the thing. There's I, I need three of them to start. <laughs> well, yeah, and so like this one, I just put this one on just to see if it worked. Do it, baby.
let's see how this let, let's see how these ones sound though because this is going to be the test Oh, oh, it automatically loops. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, hey, see if you can click. See if go. you can click it multiple times. Like, nah, it'll just it'll it'll play pause. Oh, wow. <laughs> the strobe light version. Sixty nine, dudes. All right, got that. Maybe we'll just get a few. What else do we need? We need the hits from the bong. We need we need a Jamaican horn for bogey. So I need uh, I need either you or someone to send me the. Uh, I'll send you a uh, bunch just of just on YouTube or whatever. Let me see where the fuck. Oh, now Mary. All right, there we go. All right, and oh, you gotta have the Stone Cold and uh, the Rock and fucking the the Watson. You didn't know for sure. You know, are you ready? We need the two words for you, and then we successfully covered all our uh, immature drops, right? Our, our childhood. <laughs> Classics that everyone that are is our generation brings them right back to that time of their life, right? Oh, Tell me what you hear. You got two words. We got two words for you. <laughs> that shit's funny. I don't ever want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Okay, so, I'm gonna send you that too. Yeah, no, no idea how uh, how many of these I can do. So it might even be like, uh, um, I mean, even if you could just upload them and re-upload them, you know what I mean? You just have some ready for you have the standard ones, and then some that you're going to use specifically for the show, or you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't want to keep re-uploading these though. I just want them to stay on there. I remember I had this MPC joint. I was able to I was able to uh, run it like its own channel, like it's on its own track. Uh huh. When I was just doing audio, so I was just man. I had so I had so many pages. You know what I mean? Because like it was nine pads, but on each one you could have another page of nine. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and it's your savage. You need the Jan Silent Bob drop the fifteen bucks, little man. <laughs> nice. Oh man. Yeah. <clears throat> Man, everybody's making all these trades on left and right, bro. I want to get active, but I'm like sitting on my hands right now. Mother, mother, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck, fuck. Mother, fuck, mother, fuck. Noise, noise, noise. One, two. One, two, three, four. Noise, noise, noise. Smoking weed, smoking weed. Drinking beers. Drinking beers, beers, beers. Rolling blunts. Smoking blunts. Who smokes blunts? We fuck blunts. Rolling blunts and smoking weed. Let me get a nickel back. 15 bucks, little man. Put that shit in my hand. If that money doesn't show, then you owe me, owe me, owe. My jungle love. Yeah. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. I think I want to know you, know ya. Yeah, what? What the hell are you singing? You don't know jungle love? That shit is the mad notes. 
written by Bobby that's just the bad notes <laughs> band in the world the motherfucking time guys in that prince movie yo, yo, yo. that shit was so gay fucking 80s style <laughs> hey never say an unkind word about the time me and self i model a whole fucking life around morris dan jerome i'm a smooth here's my black man service what let me tell you two about dealing. It's so funny because he's dead ass too hard in real life. <laughs> I really do love the fuck out of some boys. Right. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I said the times like Nelson. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was, uh, I mean, that was one of the things. Like, I, what's crazy about Jay and Silent Bob is how many people they actually got <laughs> cameo like in the movie. It's like, even if Kevin Smith doesn't seem like. You know, someone who's like ultra famous or even good at what he was doing in 2002. Every, like, I don't, just all these celebrities that like, come in just to do a shit cameo for probably no money. And like even making a joke about it. Sometimes you you have to do a movie because your friend says you owe him one. And then they look. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, think about this. It's like, it's a it's, it's six degrees separation is real. It's like, hey, Ben. What's up? Who's this? It's your old pal, Kev. I need you to call such and such and such and such. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just get them to the set. Be five minutes. I have the release forms. They're at your door. You know what I mean? Well, and like, I mean, I just assume. Call in some favors here. Well, the thing that's crazy is like Hollywood's an industry. We don't really think of it as like an industry, but like, what? I mean, well, I'm saying like, you know, when we think <laughs> of it, it's all these like independent and like not independent. I'm th- thinking of the wrong words. All these clicks. How about that? It's all yeah, these different factions. I was going to go yeah. factions, but yeah, clicks suffice. Yeah, and so yeah. like, you know, just all these random fucks who probably hang out just, you know, we don't necessarily see them in movies or whatever, but they got respect for each other. They're friends and probably way, you know, I mean, clerk, pre-COVID. He, did, he already did clerks and like dogma at this point. Well, so he did like, four movies at this point. Yeah. Right? He, he had some wops already, but it was more impressive that he was able to pull in these guys prior to like, doing those ones. Right. Like, like bringing in George Carlin and like, you know, who else was big? Janine Garofalo and, I mean, Ben Affleck, all those. When he started bringing all those, it was like, oh, shit. Because, I mean, but they were up and coming, too, though, if you think about it, right? Maybe George well, 2002, I mean, a little bit different. Because when, I, I mean, Goodwill Hunting was the one that, you know, that yeah, was that, the one for them. Yeah, and that was, what, 95, 96? Something like that. Yeah. yeah, and with Robin Williams and shit. And, like, it's funny because, like, Ben Affleck talks about it. He was like, we, I, he was like, we got paid... Six hundred thousand for Goodwill Hunting. That's like the first piece of money we like ever made. <laughs> and yeah, uh, he was like, you know, we we each bought a car, you know, and then just like then just living life, you know. He was like, we were broke in like two years, like after that. And I don't think they got because they it was like their first thing, and they like just sold the fucking script or whatever. Like they still got to act in it and stuff, but they sold the script, so it's not like they got back end money. Or anything from that either. When I used to work for that magazine, like um, we would ask like the mainstream artists. It, it, was, it, was, kind of it was kind of boring to me because my man's he structured the, the questions for the mainstream artists. Like he let me do my thing with like the regular uh, 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 underground artists that were that paid to be on it. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. like, right, right. Like, you know like, they, like, like the, the bigger hey, ones. I mean, were, were they? Were was the publication paying the bigger dudes like the no, real? No, no, no. They were they were getting okay. on for free, but it was okay. like that was the draw. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And oh, like, yeah. yeah. So like, you know, like and one thing that uh, I remember, um, it was uh, what's his name, Lloyd Banks from G okay. Unit, right? Uh-huh. 
then my man's interviewing and he said yeah all you artists when you get a deal he's like whatever life you were living like financially he's like just live that life and then put that money away you know what i mean because you know yeah. people get a bag they immediately go to live in the, the whatever life like lifestyle they think you're supposed to live you know what i mean yeah, he's like you sure. get that bag He's like, you just lived whatever life, you, whatever bigger life you was living and, and keep working. And he's like, that's how you're supposed to do it. And he's like, take it from me. You know what I mean? We're, we're all the same way. Everyone's the same way. Like when, yeah. I, when I got my first job when I was like 16 or whatever, and we didn't get paid for like a month. Like it was like ridiculous because it was like this, it, it was this contracting job and it was cool for me. I was getting picked up and dropped off by like my cousin who worked there, but we didn't get paid for a whole month. And I think I got like. I don't know, a thousand or eleven hundred bucks or whatever. Like when I finally um, got paid, and man, all that shit got like spent at Best Buy. I got like stereo for the car, PlayStation Two, like just like yeah, everything that I wanted for, for a while. Got it. <laughs> right. He, he I, remember, uh, I, I was just saying this to uh, to Dennis yesterday. I was like, one of my first jobs was at the Shoe Palace. Yeah, the Shoe Palace actually came up. Now they're I think they even got some in Vegas now. Hell yeah, they do. Yeah, right. And uh, but they started in San Jose. At least to my to my recollection, they might have been the second store, but cool. they were all in San Jose. Like, they had them in San Diego way back in the yeah. day too. So I don't know yeah, which came sure. first, but you know, no, that's a part of my teenage years for sure. San Jose came <laughs> like I, I've been buying shoes since, at shoe house since I was like in first grade. You know what I mean? So they were yeah. like they're right there in the. <laughs> it was definitely San Jose, and then they started spreading out everywhere, bro. I mean, all in malls and shit. But anyways, yeah. so that was like one, that was one of my first jobs, and um. You know what I mean? I, I worked there for like two months and I remember, uh, you know what I mean? I was just saving my bread up and then I just said, fuck this, I'm going to buy a bundle. And I was like, there goes that job. Because <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, this is like, I just, you know, especially when, when you're in school, you're working like maybe four hour shifts and shit. That shit is weak, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, man, I ain't making shit. Give me a bundle for, for, you know what I mean? First, once I had like a, a enough to get a pack, it was a wrap. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't forget your favorite actor, Kevin Hart. <laughs> I can't stand him. <laughs> and uh, what I, I did I is... Do pre- here's, here's what I don't like. Because I like someone's come up. And I, I loved all his early shit. His early stand-up specials, they were fucking hilarious. I even chopped some for some interludes on one of my earlier mixtapes and shit. <laughs> hey, here, here's, a, here's a perfect uh, analogy for it. Mm-hmm. Why did Stone Cold like never have the belt? Like not never, but why did he barely have the belt? Because it, it was better to see him strive for the belt. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like that with most people. Like once they actually hit like a ceiling of like celebrityism, like you know, just. But I mean, I Kevin Hart's a sellout. Like look at the look at the kind of shit that he was doing. Like I'm not saying he didn't produce anything that he didn't believe in, but all of his movies are cookie cutter, fucking bullshit, like comedy movies, like. Like, I don't know, the fucking Ice Cube shit, uh, the Will Ferrell shit. They're all, like, stupid cookie-cutter versions of, like, you know, each other. Yeah, they're, all, like, it, they just taking a formula from back in the days where, you, like, you know, the the, the Nick Nolte, uh, uh, the Nick Nolte, uh, I mean, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Nick, is it Nick Nolte? And, and Andy Murphy. Familiar. Yeah, right? up, you know. The, the 48-hours combo. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess you could even say that for Beverly Hills Cop. He had a white partner. You know what I mean? Where you just you tag the, the two, the the odd couple. You know what I mean? Uh oh, plug with Jay showed up on IG. What up, bro? What up, Jay? Oh, he yeah, said Jason Hughes is a good dude. All right, I know we know uh, Jay the plugs met a few celebs. Oh yeah, Jay. The Have plugs. you made something for? Uh, you made something for Jay? 
That'd be dope. Yeah, he's plugged in. You know, be pun intended. Shout out to Jay, man. How you been, bro? Long time. <laughs> and Tino said uh, Stone Cold didn't need the belt to be famous. Well, exactly. I mean, like it was like it was more fun seeing him, just like Bogey said, strive for it, work for it, and then like going over all the obstacles to finally get it at WrestleMania. You know, like I mean, it was so good that they they were able to do that storyline twice, and uh, it was yeah, you know just money. <laughs> Money. Did, did he win the rumble twice? Did they put him through? Well, the he whole won it three. Twice? He won it three times. But yeah, they uh, put him through the whole program three times. Yeah, I'm pretty sure each one of those. You would. Uh, hey, his career was. I mean, I mean, before the neck injury, because then that's because I would say like before the neck injury, he was like regarded as one of those technical wrestlers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he would get it. Like and you know even that match with Owen Hart, that shit was hella dope until he busted his shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then fucking after that, he kind of came back as this brawler more yes. so. You know what I mean? Yeah. He Tino not- said neither did The Undertaker. Yeah, for sure. Like one thing that I think would be like super dope is like with this uh, this wrestling nostalgia podcast. If we had a series where we just followed uh, that specific storyline, the Ministry of Darkness, because like that was like a fucking nine month. Like it seemed like. I mean, maybe it was less than that. Wait, but you like- run. Where he yeah, was actually like a heel run, but like, but he he was talking on the mic too, and it was a he had a whole gang with him this time. That was pretty tight. Well, yeah, it was yeah. the Ministry of Darkness, and then they strung up Stone Cold on the thing. Yeah, kidnapped, uh, kidnapped, fucking uh, Stephanie. Is it Stephanie? I forget. Oh no, Deborah was it Deborah? No, nah, Deborah wasn't around till two thousand with Stone Cold at least. Uh, what was it? Damn, I'm trying to remember the goddamn. What, what's my car that I was thinking? Um, oh, you know, we got to do a bunch of story arcs, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I want to do the Bret Hart Stone Cold shit, too. That shit was dope. Just because, like, the quality of wrestling in those matches was dope. You know what I mean? Like, and it was like, you know, this is like the precursors to, like, the Attitude Era. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, because I, I, you know, I'm... If there was ever a, a debate to get in, you know what side we're on. We're in the same gang. Like we we champion that attitude era is like probably the greatest era in wrestling for me at least. I know I know you're with me. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Because I didn't even watch it before the yeah. attitude era. So I mean, I, I've gone back and uh, and watched things like after the fact. Because like even most of the NWO shit, if it wasn't something that was like so popular that like you know we didn't randomly see it on. Uh, I don't know. Like I, the N- I can't remember where I was seeing some of the NWO shit. Now that I think about it, I mean, if you had TBS back in the days, because that was when they they already had that deal with the. Yeah, but I never watched it though. I was so WWE that I was like, man, fuck WCW and fucking all the old rejects that are going over there because they can't. Tupac said, "Fuck Jay Z. I ain't, ain't listening to Jay Z." <laughs> and then, like, I started, you know, being with, once I started like moving things, bro. You know, you get that D boy living, and then, and then all of a sudden, like, this music starts talking to you. You're like, "Oh shit, he's saying some shit." Yeah, you know what I mean. You start like really, really relate to that shit. Peacock said, "I know a guy from high school that based his entire personality off of Stone Cold." Hey man, I mean, I'm not saying that like I based like anything specifically off of any one person, but I will tell you that DX, uh, The Rock, Stone Cold, Jay and Silent Bob, like I mean, there's there's a lot of like South characters. Park. South Park for sure. 
Uh, yeah, that, like these, these, are, these are like things like you that are in your, your personality, right? <laughs> that's how you yeah. stuff, by the way. You definitely got some carbon in you. What up, chaotic? <laughs> I was the person that like I knew so much about South Park. Anytime <laughs> anybody told me a story, I was like, South Park has an episode that did something like that. <laughs> like what? <laughs> it's it's ridiculous how many episodes they've done and how much uh, random shit they've done. I mean, from Barbara Walters to Tom Cruise to Jamie Foxx to fucking. See, Tino, Tino said Nitro was the goat only for what eighty six weeks. That's it. <laughs> I mean, Nitro, it, it was crazy because they kind of forced, uh, they were going, I mean, they were, um, they were pre-recorded. Oh, they were live. There you go. Yeah, so WCW forced, was live. Yeah, so it kind of forced. Uh, it's because they yeah. had, I mean, shit, the Turner Broadcast fucking network, like, <laughs> or whatever the fuck it's called. Like, they had that shit. Like, the owner of WCW owned their own fucking cable company or cable channel. Mm-hmm. And the and yeah. the other and the fucking affiliates of it. Yeah, I mean, but I also didn't start watching wrestling until November of 1997, and I think that was like getting really close to WCW's end of their where, where they were, you know, where they had more viewers run. That was somewhere in '98, I think. Oh yeah, I think it was the one where uh, where Mankind. Remember when Mankind won the championship? I think that was like he's already wearing the um he's already wearing the um the white button up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Adrian, I did it. <laughs> hey, he did say that. Yeah, he killed it. <laughs> oh shit. He was already doing the, the double clutch DV, uh, D, uh, DDT, right? Yeah, because that was a cactus jack thing. Yeah. That had been gone. Yeah, because then he started incorporating it into his mankind, his uh, his have a nice day mankind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where now he's like a he's a baby face. Yeah. And they said that mask reeked like all hell. Yeah, because like how are you gonna wash that shit? You can't like wash leather, right? And like he's not gonna be the guy like you know just like like doing the maintenance on the leather to like keep it nice. Right, like they said, the oh, that about shit right in the bag. I'm sure that's all he did. Just throw all his shit right in the bag. Yeah. Get a big bag of whatever popcorn is left over from the kid. Give me the garbage bag full of the leftover popcorn. And then we're on to the next city. See, okay, remember when I was talking about with that shit that Lloyd Banks was saying, right? This dude was the same with mankind. It implicated that, but it didn't matter how much money he was getting in because Stone Cold. Because Stone Cold, when he first had him on his podcast, right? Yeah. He said, God damn it. First off, it's because they weren't getting paid. Like, when he's doing this shit, he's not getting, like, paid much still. But he was like. He he continued it, but I'm just saying, like, when he. Yeah, no, but he said when he pulled up, right, to the podcast. He said, God damn it. I said he pulled up in the Emmy. He's like, you know what I mean? And he said, he said, oh, God. He's like, oh, no, it's a rental. He's like, (laughs) right? And then he said, he said, then he was even more more perplexed because he said. Whenever he went on the road with uh with Mick, he's always getting the cheapest bu- bucket you could get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because he's just so frugal. You know what I mean? He's staying in the in the shit hotel, <laughs> motel, yeah. ro- roach co- coach, fucking yeah. whatever the fuck. You know what yeah. I mean? And see, and that's like, what sucks too, is because every bit of money that you're getting, you still have to provide your own way. Mm-hmm. Like that was the real shittiest part, is what it seemed about. Everything about wrestling, like back then, was you had to pay for your hotel, you had to pay for your fucking meals every day, you had to pay for your transportation. 
Like, man, that's yeah, so taking that, bo- that bag of popcorn from concessions, whatever, all the hot dogs that are given there, whatever they're about to throw away. Let me get all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, they said he would just eat the popcorn and just keep macking on the popcorn all the way the next 300 miles to the next city or whatever. Because yeah, he, I remember like, Owen Hart's story about how he would just stay with fans <laughs> to like save money for real. Yeah. <laughs> he had like a network of like people that he would fucking like stay with that were like hardcore ass fans. That's crazy. He said one of the dudes was someone who like he saw him in one city and followed them to the next city to go to the show. <laughs> and like Owen Hart was like like hey, when he brought place like a crash. <laughs> he, well, he brought it up. It's funny. I don't know. I don't remember the exact story and how it went, but pretty much the guy like got Owen Hart's like attention somehow. I was like, "Hey, I followed you from the last town. I live like over here. You're my favorite and all that." And then somehow it did get brought up. Like, "Hey, um, you have, you, you have a nice house or something like that." And it was like, "What well, next time I come to town? Uh, why don't I give you a call? Come stay at your house." And, not what? Weird. <laughs> totally not weird at all. <laughs> Because we know they they make they get they get shafted on with the bag. <laughs> like this makes sense. That's just that's how wild it was, right? You'd rather like stay at some <laughs> random fuck's house, you know, some random like wrestling fan versus fucking. But what you got that. for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey mom. Hey mom, we got eggs. <laughs> Tino's laughing. He said that Owen Hart was spending the night at random fans' house, at random male fans' houses. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's not weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And uh, oh yeah, Tino. He said. Uh, he said, "Go find." Uh, he said, "Go find the first episode of The Outsiders coming." In. <laughs> I've already seen all that now. Yeah. <laughs> so now, like, if you go to the WWE Network on Peacock. Like, you can go find an NWO, like, collection where it'll literally have, like, everything from, like, every NWO skit, fucking match, and everything from uh, the WCW days. I went and watched it before they had this. So, like, I actually had to Google when did the Outsiders first come to WCW. And then I went back and found that episode on WCW Nitro. And then I watched it for, like, I don't even know however many weeks. Like yeah, they came in and they they came in and they uh they weren't even wearing the orange yet huh? No, they were in fucking yeah, denim street clothes. Cause see what a fucking work, right? Yeah. To make them be like, oh my god, they came up off the streets, and they're using their real yeah. names, using their real names. <laughs> and then like, like, hey, aren't these guys supposed to be at a at a different company show right now or something like that? Like something worded that that way. And real talk, bro. If you um, if you if you talk about um, like some of the genius crews, like uh, like wrestling minds, it was it was the click. Oh yeah, you know, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. This and in those and X Pac, but but X Pac, I didn't want to say he him. was the youngster. He was, he was the youngster. He was always passed out in the back of the van, like because. It, they always plotted shit like this on those fucking trip, you know, those road trips, like going from from uh, from uh, show to show. Xbox was too busy getting fucked up. Yeah, he was fucked up <laughs> and throw his ass in the van. But he still deserves the. I mean, he's still part of the clique. Yeah, and he was, and he he he, man, he uh he had balls that kid. You know what I mean? That's what they would say about him. Cause like 
you know, he's the youngster and everybody's ribbing the fuck out of him. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. the fucking and he's brother. smaller than everybody too. He's like smaller, smaller. Like, yeah, even though he's tall, he's still like small as fucking. He has little. <laughs> everybody's small compared to Kevin Nash. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was even super tiny to fucking uh, Razor Ramon even. <laughs> and oh, like yeah. he, and he tell he fuck around and tells this motherfucker. He goes, he goes, uh, yeah, but uh. Uh, Billy Gunn, what was it? Do you remember exactly what Billy Gunn and Bart Gunn did to him? No. They did something to him. Uh, so he, oh no, okay, no, he's, yeah, they're, they're ribbing him, like clowning him. He got tired of, I think they pissed in his shoes or something. Oh, so he, shit. Over, he put super, he put Gorilla Glue in their, their, uh, their cowboy hats. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you don't remember that, that was their little gimmick, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fucking smoking guns. Yeah. And these motherfuckers, boom. They get got, you know, they get got with the thing. So that's why, if you notice, at one point they end up having short hair from their little, kind of like little longer hair prior. Yeah. And then, so they, so to get revenge, they shaved his eyebrows off. <laughs> that's why. And then they said, like, uh, you know, uh, WWF was going around taking, like, you know, the studio pictures. Okay. For like, you know, to go out in the magazine and all the trading cards and all, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so here they are with the one, two, three kid. He's in there. He's like trying to look as tough as he can. He got zero eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> and he said that was the picture that floated around for years. Yeah, I, I believe it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. Like, fuck. I mean, guys are just going to rib the other guys. I remember. I don't know why I was thinking of this right now, but maybe because you're talking about hair. I Man, I just I don't even remember what the fuck happened. But it was like I had something in my hand. It might have been food or something. And like, and it probably wasn't food because I had gum in my mouth. Um, but something was in my hand and Maybe something got slapped. No, something got slapped out of my hand. It might it might have been a book. I don't remember what it was. But um, <laughs> I just remember I got so pissed that I took the gum out of my mouth and like stuck it like right in the person's head that uh, that pushed my shit all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where the story was going, but it's funny. And uh, yeah, they... <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, because yep. I push that shit in fucking hard too. <laughs> like that shit was Did really. The person have long hair? Uh, lo- I mean, it, it long enough, long enough. <laughs> Damn, that's kind of cold. <laughs> it was. I was pissed. Whatever the fuck happened, but... <laughs> came back bald. Uh, you know, just short hair, shorter. A Balby cut, a Balby. <laughs> oh yeah, and we got QB stew coming on here in a little bit. And we uh, said he should be coming around uh, around ten o'clock West Coast time, so about thirty-ish uh, minutes from now. You said QB stew comes in when he comes in. QB stew. <laughs> <laughs> like disco stew, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Used to be hooked on this white stuff back in the good old days. You remember that episode when they had like the sugar? There was like a sugar shortage. Yeah, yeah, and they like and they got like they got all the sugar because of uh, uh, the sugar truck like crashed. Yeah, and then fucking disco stew, he fucking had some lines out. He says. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on the couch playing the music. I was like, oh shit, they, did. they actually did that shit in The Simpsons. 
What up, South Sco? Yeah, they're a bunch of crazy shit. Doesn't cut down. I did it for a reason. If an athlete goes and drinks the beer, it's okay. But heaven forbid we hit the gas. <laughs> throws a touchdown, sparks a joint, and then throws like four more touchdowns after that. Yep, Tino said performance enhancement drug. <coughs> Killed it out there. And Tina uh, <coughs> said, y'all know Ric Flair was born in Memphis, but adopted to a family in Adena, Minnesota, raised in Minnesota. So basically Ric Flair's from Minnesota. Yeah. What's even crazier is he was one of those babies that was stolen from the hospital. Mm -hmm. he's, like, he was, he's Jewish. And he was raised by like a, a, a non-Jewish family. And what's crazy is also like, you know, Carolina's also like his home, uh -huh. right? Because of the goddamn, uh, you know, uh, wrestling uh, wrestling in, in the NWA and that, that whole uh, territory and whatnot. Yeah, and yeah. then he's a Niner fan because of Joe Montana in the 80s and woo! You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, like, okay... He's, he was. Dennis said, "You can fact check me, man. We know all this shit because fucking all the. Uh, I mean, you know, back in the day, you don't know this, but now there's so many docs that have came out with Ric Flair because shit, he was about to die. Like, so he started sharing the story even more. Yeah, that was cool to be like. That was cool to like, be right there in Ric Flair's presence, even yeah. when he first walked through. Yeah, and we're right there, and he's like shaking everybody's hand, walking through the crowd. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, Whoa! <laughs> you can't like right when he was walking through the jet fly limousine ride. <laughs> just like, I'm like, yo, bro, he's fucking, he's the goat. Hell yeah, it's fucking man. <laughs> the fucking man. Like he's got to live to be a hundred, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like, what is he right now? Is he like seven? Is he eighty? Shit, he might be. No way, he's not eighty. Seventy four. Okay. No, well, about to turn seventy five. His birthday is in February, a month from now. <clears throat> he's a Pisces. It's the uh, twenty February twenty fifth. Yeah, so that that's already Pisces season. Yeah, and um, shout out to Andre Nicotina, you know, be AKA Dre Dog. He's, he's a known Pisces. He always said Pisces. <laughs> Fucking crispy on that subject. <laughs> when I left for smokes, y'all were stolen when I was gone. I was heartbroken. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. He sold us. Get out of here, Lou. He traded us for a box of smokes is what he said. <laughs> oh, man. Do you remember George Lope, the George Lopez show? 
in there there was like a whole thing on how like his mom like uh sold him for like five hundred dollars <laughs> and uh, she was like but yeah that's not true <laughs> and then she's like i found a mom <laughs> they returned me <laughs> that's fucked. yeah hell yeah man got... like that's not true it was a thousand <laughs> yeah it got really dark on uh on that one like trying to make the whole comedy around him being sold <laughs> as a child the, the mo- i like the mom a lot in that show or his mom yeah it's like it is all dark humor yeah everything her being a slower and a freaking <laughs> trafficker <laughs> you know, like, every a crazy gambler like everything everything under the sun the mom's involved in it and of course the funny thing, his dad is fucking Bob from La Bamba. <laughs> right. Like that was all that I, I fucking died laughing. Yeah, her dad, right? Her the wife's dad? No, George's dad. Oh, George's dad. Okay, then I'm my part. Yeah. Won't, won't be my first or my last. <laughs> hey, what the wife is though? The wife is uh I always thought she was hot. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> hot. Bake said, "That's why I can't uh, look at a box. Of- <laughs> That's why I can't look at a box of Marlboro without crying." <laughs> you left us all. <clears throat> you know what? We're just gonna do this right now. Now that I know that we can, um, you know, just hook up these these MP3s real quick. Let's just go find this. Yeah, go get the daddy wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> BBC One, BBC Two. He has some slaps. Right? Dun, 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 dun. Daddy oh, wasn't there. Hold on. That's another crazy Canadian too, huh? Mike Myers. What? Yeah, he's another crazy Canadian as well, right? Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Daddy Daddy wasn't there to take me to the fair. It seemed he doesn't care. Daddy wasn't there. When I was first baptized, when I was criticized, when I was ostracized, when I was jazzercised, stacking cookie pies, when I was modernized, when I was circumcised, daddy wasn't there to take me to the fair, to change my underwear, daddy wasn't there, daddy wasn't there, please. (laughs) All right, we're we're getting this on there right now. If I ever get like eccentric, rich, like wealthy, I'm gonna dress like Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God! All right, let's crush velvet suit. Okay, so that was on YouTube, but now this is like on Streamyard. Now you tell me how it. Uh, tell me how it sounds. Hey, Jim. Daddy wasn't there. If 
All right, now we got it, Christine. So if you lower it down, are you, if you lower down your speaker, now play it. Let me hear, let me hear well, so yeah, that was all the way up to a hundred. Let's say it's on fifty right now. Because started mad. You can, you can, because uh, you can. Started. Can you hear it on your end? Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, I hear it the same way though when I'm playing yeah, it on YouTube you, or something you like that. It all sounds it's, the same. It's like yeah. clipping. You hear it? You know what I'm talking about? Mm -mm. Also, it could be distortion on the guitar. We got to what's everyone listening to? Daddy wasn't there. Stranger said I dressed six to the What is it at right now, baby? Put them at like that five. You can leave. You can preset them like that though. Well, there's just there's just the volume option. Seventy-five to speak on. The seventy five is the sweet spot. All right. Yeah. <laughs> crispy. Dennis said crispy wasn't there. Hey. <laughs> All, right. All right. I think I'm 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 gonna dip out, bro. I'll be in the chat though. The okay. The kitties is waking up. Yeah. You know I mean? right. Yeah. Sounds yeah. good. All Peace. right. Catch you later. All right. Would Peacock say I had that jam burned on CD back in the day? <laughs> All right. Let's uh, get more dabs going. And uh, QB Stew should be showing up in, uh, in a few. But let's see. What can we get going while we wait? Um, except been reading a lot of people are investigate uh, investing in Rumble 420 crew is gonna have to make some moves in that platform soon. I mean, shit, I we already uh, um, most most shows that we are doing we are live on Rumble, so I'd appreciate if you guys go follow over there. Let's see here. Looks like there's a few watching on Rumble right now. I don't know what's up with it though. Let's see. Click Rumble, see if you guys can go over there. But, uh, yeah, Rumble's getting bigger and bigger. Um, I mean, we stream over there, but I don't really promote anything over there. So that's the one thing that, uh, you know, because I know um, I know you can do what's it called, um, Super Chats over there and stuff. And I think it's uh, it is uh, it's easier for creators to make money because you don't have to have a threshold to be able, like a threshold of, um, like watch, um, what's it called subscribers or watch time or anything like that. Like YouTube, uh, does cause on YouTube, you can't even get paid until like now. I mean, they changed it to where you can get uh, paid from super chats and memberships when you get to, I think 500, um, 
500 subscribers and like 3000 like watch hours, I think is what it is. Um, but you still got to get there to be able just to even like monetize it all. So, um, yeah, it's one of those, one of those things, um, rumble there, uh, you can go get paid like right now. So that's the cool thing about it. Um, and yeah, our, uh, the, the, what's it called? The streaming service that we use. Um, I had to figure out a few things. Like it's not like as easy to like stream to like you. It's not as easy to stream to rumble as it is to, uh, to YouTube or Facebook or anything like that. But I was able to figure it out and I literally have to change things before every single live stream on rumble to be able to live stream there. But we're, uh, we're doing it. We're doing it. So yeah, hop over to rumble hit the uh, hit the thumbs up um, you can watch it wherever you want I, I like people watching on Twitch just because that's like the main area but yeah go subscribe on Rumble um, one thing that's cool about it for anyone who's like making content like at all um, Rumble you can create like multiple channels like all through like the same like main like account um, I mean you can kind of do that on YouTube but it does it's not it's not as easy, that's for sure. But yeah, Rumble. We're gonna want to definitely want to start putting a little bit of effort into that. We've been live streaming over there. I'm not even sure how like the uploads like really work, like over there if that's even like a thing. Because I think it's mostly about live streaming. But yeah, hit that thumbs up so we see the uh, the thumbs up raise over there. Let me see, because as of right now, I think I'm the only one that has hit the thumbs up. Smash it. Smash it. But I see a few people hopped over there. Yeah. Bake said, shout out to the Rumble 420 crew. Hell yeah. Because that's what the channel's called over there. Just four, We're just 420 crew on Rumble. Ha. <laughs> and Dennis, let's get ready to Rumble. Hell yeah. You can't even say that shit without Michael Buffer coming down, getting ready to sue your ass. So, uh, yeah, we're, I'm not even going to say it like him. Because <laughs> he doesn't play around. Now I want some crumble cookies. I like it. Crumble cookies is the shit. And uh <laughs> and uh, Dennis, I shit. I just want some cookies crumble. <laughs> and I'm gonna show I, I'm smoking crumble right now. Uh let me see. It's, it's, it's kind of hard with the I'm trying to it's hard to find a sweet spot where the light is not like shining so bright on it. Oh, there you go. There we go. Got to get it higher. Pause. Well, now you need to pause that. Just got to get it higher. Just can't tilt it too much so it doesn't drop. But, man, it's like honeycomb pretty much. Like a honeycomb-like consistency. Um, Like... I mean, it'll crumble if I like, if I, you pick it up and smash it, like it'll crumble. But if you pick it up like pretty gently, it will, uh, it'll keep its, it'll keep its form. And uh, so this is what I'm smoking on right now. So fire. So fire. Tastes amazing. And yeah, Peacock said, damn, shit looks like it's glowing. And see, it kind—it of, is when, like, it's like, da see, down here where the light's catching it. But if I put it all close up, then it doesn't really, the light's not, uh, the light's not uh, hitting it right there. So you can see it. But yeah, just all, like, honeycomb and, like, 
like the terpiness is uh mm, yeah because uh it's the it's it's the gas but man it's got like a little i don't know what it is but there's some kind of like sweetness like hint to it and uh so yeah we get, i mean it's like the best of both worlds and bake said uh, seems like the wild wild west of streaming yeah for sure and um i'm not exactly sure like you know copyright things like that because yeah maybe that's a place where i mean i do have the i started the um silver screen breakdown um uh channel over there as well um so every time we do a silver screen breakdown i'm streaming over there i guess i'm just not sure like what will uh you know where's rumble fall in with the uh the what's it called with the, with the copyright stuff like are we able to show movies like over there i haven't really dove into any other creators either but um yeah no matter what um the places that we're going to be streaming moving forward youtube <coughs> uh twitch for sure i mean that's like the main one um facebook always going to be streaming on facebook even if it's just my personal page um, but mo if it's fantasy or football content, we're going to be streaming in the group and onto the hustler page as well. <coughs> Most of the time I'm streaming to Instagram now as well. I don't know if, uh, maybe it'll pick up. I mean, live streams. I mean, it's just, it's different with, with what we're doing over here just cause, uh, you know, it's just like a normal like morning show. And I don't even know if that's something that's like that normal on uh, on instagram for people to watch and uh and then rumble yeah so you can go to uh, eight places at once and uh peacock said i was talking to i'm talking about the dr dabber oh to your homie said i was uh he was talking about getting something from puffco i mean puffco and dr dabber are, like the two biggest like e-rig uh companies out there so yeah, there's certain people who, I mean, shit, it's just like any other brand competition like out there. Those two are probably like the biggest in the space. And so I'm sure, you know, those are each other's biggest competitors as well. But yeah, Dr. Dabber, I'm fucking with a man. Dr. Dabber showed love, you know, Puffco's uh, never really showed love like that. And so, um, yeah, I'm just going to keep puffing my Dr. Dabber. I think the 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 thing about the Dr. Dabbers is I think there's a lot more versatility or not more not versatility, but I think there's a lot more styles of the Dr. Dabbers. Like the Puffco's, they're pretty much all the same design from what I can remember. Maybe it's like one or two designs, but um yeah, it's uh you know, it's it Puffco's like kind of like the staple. Like Dr. Dabber might even be second, like in command to them. If you guys remember the uh, the stash, the stash guys, the ones with the uh, the all in one rig, um, they actually make um, it's their patented um, their patented shit that Puffco uses as uh, <coughs> as the base for uh, for their e rigs. Oh shit! It was crazy. Bake said Vivek. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Invested 25 million alone. Lots of politicians. Yeah, because uh, people are trying to, uh, you know, they want to be able to tell their narrative. 
I mean, shit. That's I mean, a lot of controversy around Facebook, right? How certain political parties were able to say certain things and other ones weren't. And like, you know, it's just it's a whole big thing. So, yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad to be uh, at the forefront. We're barely starting like on Rumble. So. And that big said no to hit one of the backward squares in the builds game. You're still doing 20. Yeah, my bad. Did I not? Did I not text you about that? I swear I did. Oh, man. I wonder if I texted you from uh, the computer and it didn't go through. Um, My bad. I swore that I fucking texted you. Let me see. Dang, guess not. I must have done it from my computer and it didn't go through. My bad, bro. My bad. Yeah. Yep. So um, pretty much uh, three for 20 on the squares uh, when you use it as the uh, the winnings is what I do since we don't have to do any processing fees because um, you don't have to go pay through the website. Ha, Tino said Tino 2024. <laughs> Man, I need to get, um, let me see. See, now I like want to mess around with <coughs> these backgrounds that Peacock like put here. Let me see. Oh, yeah, I guess I, there's one right there. <coughs> yeah, I wonder if I'm going to have to get, uh, Tina said, imagine if I was president. <laughs> Oh man, I think I think it'd probably be awesome. Is what I would imagine. I would assume it would be hella awesome. <coughs> All right. Yeah. The only thing, the only, the only thing that sometimes is an issue with this uh, with this Doctor Dabber is uh, smoking so many fucking dabs. You know, out of it that like this part will get a little resonated, you know, on there. So that that's really one of the only like issues with this. And uh, all right. So we've been telling you guys for a few days here that uh, we got a dope guest who's coming on. Showed the video a little bit ago. Uh, man, this dude is really all about the uh, the 420 crew because he's playing a football game. Throws a touchdown, sparks a J on the field. <laughs> the Glacier Pack. So yeah, the team that he's going against, smoking the Glacier Pack on the field, and then just comes out and shreds them for like four more touchdowns after that. He's in the building. Jason Stewart, aka QB Stew. Let's bring him out here. Oh yeah, man. How's it going? Bro, I love the song selection. Yeah, man. And he never gets old. Never, never gets old. <laughs> so yeah, man. Thanks. Me, bro. Hell yeah. And uh long time coming. Um for we do uh fantasy football content for the most part. We're dabbling in other things now. 
and we do we were doing a daily news show and this must have been a few months after it happened but that's how dope it was that it was still circling around on the internet and so i showed everybody uh the clip and ever since then everyone everyone's fucking with qb stew i love the play on words that dabbling <laughs> hell yeah no pun intended, but yeah, I appreciate it, bro. You know, why I did it was actually much bigger than a lot of people realize. Uh, when you watch the the full version of the video, you'll see, like, they panned over to me after the touchdown, and I talk about, like, why is it okay for an athlete to, to chug a beer, yep. and it's, but it's not okay for us to, you know, medicate, because at yep. the end of the day, cannabis is medicine. And um, a lot of us deal with different things. You know, myself, I've always dealt with anxiety and uh, uh, some other, you know, issues. And, and cannabis was, for me, a substitute from pills. They had put me on uh, a lot of different pills for when I separated my shoulders in college. Okay. And um, they had me on hydrocodones, and I hated playing on hydros. I, I, it made my head feel like it was separated from my body. Whereas cannabis, surprisingly, I could still, you know, I could still be fried and play at a high level, truly, you know. Hell yeah. Yeah, Ricky Williams, he's been on our, our channel a few times. And, uh, you know, I mean, the most famous weed advocate, Absolutely. you know, out there. And yeah, man, I mean, fuck the pills. I mean, we see all everyone, a lot of people getting addicted to opioids every single year. And finally now are we maybe hearing about cannabis not being a schedule one drug like it's finally getting to the point where it might not be that's that shit needs to happen yeah it's all political you know at the end of the day it wasn't a matter of the government actually being worried about uh, uh people's health and wellness or or cigarettes would be outlawed you know a lot a lot of and i'm not you know i'm not coming at people who smoke cigarettes but it's just the concepts you know like yeah. If that was really the case, you know, a lot of different things would not be allowed. And um, now that they're figuring out ways to tax it and actually monetize and benefit off it themselves, now all of a sudden, oh, it's okay. So when people take the time to actually do the research on how cannabis even uh, started to become outlawed and, and why they started to create po propaganda against it, um, they realize it actually is a lot deeper than it just being some, you know, drug that people shouldn't use. And I grew up on the same type of propaganda, you know, the dare commercials. And and uh, if you smoke, you're going to just melt in your couch. I mean, for, you're, like, look at you, bro. You're, you're hot right now, still being productive, doing a podcast, yep. you know, talking sports. Like, so this is just more proof in the pudding that, like, you know, like, let us live, truly, let us live. So the one thing I will say, after I smoked in the game, <laughs> I knew th the pressure actually went up. Hell because yeah. I said, if I if I hit this, it was the third play of the game. If I hit this and then throw interceptions or play bad, they're going to blame it on the guys. Yeah. So and, I, um, I was like, I got to go crazy after this. <laughs> Hell yeah. And my co-host, uh, Bogey, he, he put in the chat right now. He said, cannabis is a performance enhancement drug, hands down. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's it's how I prefer to play. Also, when I was talking about anxiety, if I, if I throw an incomplete pass and I'm high, I don't care about the incomplete pass. <laughs> I'm vibing. I'm, th I'm thinking about the next play, you know? So, oh, yeah. And, to be honest, like a lot of time when you smoke by by warm ups and by the game, when that when it actually starts, you've already got a good sweat going. So it's yeah. not even like you're like, you know, your eyes are crossed. Like 
you just feel good, you know. It's a, it's like the same reason why some guys, I know some running backs and some defensive, like Marshawn Lynch would take shots before the game just so that way, you know, he'll get a little numbness and actually, you know, be okay with the contact. So, yeah, like I said, it was more, of course, it, it, it was like a troll moment, you know. It went viral, but to me it was more so like I really wanted to do this for the entire cannabis community and, like, prove a point that, like, you can do this and still play at an exceptional level. And there's a lot of athletes that have already done it too. So to me, it was just yeah. my own way of doing it. Hell yeah, man. And uh, shout out to you for doing it. Cause I mean, you knew you were going to, I'm, I'm sure you knew you were going to have a negative backlash from uh, the squad. I mean, did you, did you already assume that was going to be your last game? Like with them when you did that? So I knew it would be 50, 50, you know, and, and for everyone watching, I encourage you to never don't ever do or not do something because of the reaction or what people might say at the end of the day, like stay true to yourself because when we die, like, or when you're on your ed when you're on your deathbed, all you're going to think about is what you didn't do, you know? And to me, I kind of came into the league, uh, as a bit of a joker in the regards to, I was already retired for like four years. You oh, know, shit. I, I've been a full-time day trader since 2017 so I wasn't really reliant upon the money, and I also didn't care about trying to go to another league. I was just there to have fun and get more brand awareness. And, like, to me, that, that was a freedom in that because it's like I can play and not care about any rules, not care about any opportunities. Like, And what's cool is after doing it, you know, I got deals with uh, with raw papers. I got deals yeah. with, with cookies, <laughs> you know. So a lot of different brands reached out to me and and showed love, uh, you know, for Hell the celebration. Yeah. And then even destroying, you know, I, I couldn't have planned that. A really big YouTuber ends up bringing me on NFL tour. I got to throw with Michael Vick. I got to throw with Eli Manning. And so these type of things are a prime example. You know, if you stay true to who you are, there's going to be doors that open up for you that no person can close. So oh, it yeah. is what it is, man. I'm just being me. You know, everyone else is taken. That's dope. That's dope. And uh, yeah, the day trading, I mean, it, it dope that has been doing good enough to where like, yeah, you could do whatever the hell you want. What what was the league called? It was the fan, the fan controlled one, right? Yep. The FCFL, the fan controlled football league had Johnny Manziel in it. He and I were on the same team. Yeah. Uh, Tara Owens was in it. Some owners were like, uh, Quavo, Drewski, Destroying, Marshawn Lynch. So, like I said, the Steve Aoki was there, performed after a game. Nice. So, to me, it was just more so the entertainment aspect and the and the networking that really appealed to me. Because how much? I mean, how how much did the players get? Like, what do you think the average was in that league of getting paid? Not much, bro. Honestly, yeah. like I said, we none of us were. I mean, some guys. Unfortunately, we're there for the money, but like, like I said to me, I actually lost money playing in the league because oh, it was, shit. well, just as far as like my normal uh, monthly incomes concerned, I, right. you know, I, I quickly realized I can't be one foot in, one foot out. Uh, everyone that was there was like fully focused on the game and playing at their highest level. So then I'm like, all right, I got to put my my businesses and operations on hold so that way i can play at my highest level because i've never been the most talented I, i've always had to do extra work you know really know the ins and outs of the playbook know my personnel form the relationship and bond with my teammates so that way we can all operate at a high level and you know that's why i didn't do it first game of the season either because i wanted to show like 
I can actually play. Like, I'm really a baller. But the last game I did it, uh, I ended up breaking my foot and tore all the ligaments in my foot, too. So my season would have been over regardless. And what do you know? You know, after I break my foot, what's the first thing I want? You know, some medicine. My foot is throbbing. Like, (laughs) you know, so just it just goes to show that joint that I smoked. I ended up smoking that after the game because I needed some 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 medication for my foot. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I was going to ask you about that because I saw was it like right at the end of the game when you got hurt? Yep, it was. Uh, we were already up thirty. I didn't need to be in the game anymore, and it was like uh, third and long. I dropped back. Nothing was open. I run. I pick up the first down. But the way that turf was, it wasn't normal turf. It's like uh, I can't even explain it. it. It's whoever picked that turf. I like. I, I want to talk to them because it's like that. There were so many injuries throughout the league of people's knees and feet and ankles going out, and my foot got caught in the turf. And literally, my toe touched my shin, and yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's the, it was the most painful injury I've had in my whole career of playing, and I instantly knew that my it felt like my foot exploded. Fuck. So yeah, you know, it's funny too because after the game, I still wanted to go celebrate with my team. So you know, I I, I hobbled my way to the bar to to have uh, one drink with the boys. And then uh, I had to have a friend drive me home because I couldn't even I couldn't even put my foot on the pedals. Damn. Well, you went out like a G. Either hey, way, we're not on a high <laughs> note, bro. We're not on a high <laughs> note. Hell yeah! And uh, so you said you were retired for like years at that point. Where where'd you uh, where'd you play college at? So my my the the summary of my career was I played only one year of high school football at the varsity level. Um, I was a, a late bloomer. I was more of a basketball player than a football player. But okay. once I started playing quarterback, I fell in love with it. And I felt like I could play at a high level. I just knew I needed more time to develop. So I bet on myself. I went to junior college for two years in Kansas. Uh, my sophomore year, I became the number one quarterback in the nation. I signed to Memphis. I got to Memphis. I was behind Paxton Lynch, who was a projected first rounder. Yeah. Um. I only got to I got to do a lot of mop up duty, but then I actually got to play against Cincinnati one game. I was the MVP of that game. So that at least was a blessing to me because I got to show like, you know, I'm not just some Joe Schmo. Like I even you know, what I'm saying so Yeah. Uh, Paxton and I were best friends. Tight. We were roommates. Our class schedule was identical. So when he went to the Broncos, I moved out there with him. And I never did my pro day. I failed three drug tests at Memphis. Like, cannabis has been a large part of my career, uh, you know, for many years. So it's not like I was new to this. And um, obviously moving to Denver, it was like at the time, the Mecca, you know. (laughs) So I remember when he got drafted to the Broncos, he was shedding a tear and I started shedding tears, but for different reasons. (laughs) And, uh, you know, so I was out there in 2017. And then that's when I started to say, okay, my best friend is making millions playing football, but I don't get to play football anymore. So that's what even got me into day trading. And then I moved to Atlanta in 2019 and, um, 2020 or maybe 2021 was when I I think maybe it was even 2022. Yeah. 2022. So two years had gone by from even when I moved there. And then I noticed there's a league in Atlanta. So the commissioner asked me to come to a tryout. I showed up to the tryout, did my thing. And then the rest is kind of history. Tight. And I remember hearing about the league and I mean, cause of guys like T.O. and Marshawn Lynch, you know, getting involved. What, uh, 
Like out of anybody who was like just like famous before that league, do you remember seeing anybody putting like dope plays out there? Yeah, so I was watching Johnny. They were House of Highlights kept posting Johnny's uh, big plays. And the first year I didn't go do it because they had like COVID was a large part of what was going on. Yeah. So uh, like the players were on lockdown. They couldn't even leave the hotel. Like it was it was pretty serious. So I just watched as a fan uh, the first league and I saw that they had a celebration camp. And to me, I thought, wouldn't that be something if uh, a player scored and went to the celebration camp and sparked up? Hell yeah. <laughs> and then that's when the idea was born. And then I started telling some of my friends about it. And they were like, yeah, that would be mad funny. And so, you know, that was always my plan. Like, and I have receipts, you know, it's like I, 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 have, I, I learned that whenever you have an idea or a vision, the best thing you can do is share with as many people as possible, even if they don't see it you're putting more pressure on yourself to actually complete it. Because now if you don't do it, you're a liar. And that's one thing I never want to be, you know? So I actually started telling a lot of people, even players in the league, week one, you know, I'm telling them I'm here because watch, one of these games, I'm going to hit the gas after a touchdown. <laughs> and um, the stars just aligned, you know? Destroying has a bigger platform than the league was even producing. Yeah. So I told him, you know, the week that he was there, I'm like, bro, after this touchdown, just know I got something for you. So, <laughs> you know, that's how it worked out. Hell yeah. Shout out to Peacock who said legendary. Hell yeah. And uh, I'm sure you've been doing dope shit, you know, for, for your whole life. But yeah, that, <laughs> that, that turned you into a legend automatically. And yeah, and I mean, the I, I don't know if you saw the little video that I posted. Like I kind of, that, that video that you guys had, I just chopped it up into like a minute so people could see a bunch of stuff. But I made sure to leave in the part, you know, shout out to the VA and Plants Over Pills and just every, everything that you said before, you know, like, yeah, it's cool to drink a beer, but God forbid we hit the gas. And so. Yeah. So that's all it really was. You know, it's, it's like I said, a lot of times things are deeper rooted, you know, and but, you know, I can't explain all that when I'm hitting it. So I'm theatrical, you know, I'm an entertainer to the core. So it's like that was, you know, I hit it. I said I'm smoking on the op, you know, smoking the Glacier Pack. And then I even stayed on brand to the FCF. I said stay zapped because I was yeah. playing for the zappers and all the fans were calling me Captain Zap Sparrow. Because uh, <laughs> when I run, they said I was running like uh, 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 Jack Sparrow. So I loved it, you know, like I had a great rapport with the fans. I loved I viewed it as the WWE of football. Yeah. So to me, I felt like the FCF should have rallied behind that because I kept telling them we can't compete with the NFL, XFL, or now UFL, or even the CFL. We can't compete with the level or quality of football that they're producing. So if you know you can't compete with that potency of product, then let's create our own lane. Let's be the WWE because obviously WWE – is vastly different from UFC, but there's a lane yeah. for both. So yeah. that was just how I was thinking. They even encouraged us to to score and take a shot or, you know, score and, and, and chug a beer. But it's like, obviously, okay. Georgia, marijuana is still illegal. So yeah. I actually had a friend come to the game just in case I got arrested. I'm like, I I'll give you the money for bail. But, you know, don't leave me in there longer than an hour, bro. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it fucking sucks that not every state has come around to it. I'm, I'm originally from Cali, and, I mean, I'm 38 right now. So ever since I was, I mean, 1994 or whatever, 96, one of the two. That's when it went legal for medical. And 
by the time I was 18, I mean, it was pretty easy to get a card and be 100% legal with it. In due time, you know, in due time. That's the reality of it. It's the same as NIL, you know. We were all preaching NIL mm -hmm. way before NIL. And even yeah. me being number one quarterback in the nation, I would have got a bag, you know. So yeah. it's like, but I'm still grateful. I had to take my own route and my own journey, um, you know, to, to get to where I am today. So I wouldn't change it, but it's just – a lot of times when you know something's not right and it should be changed, like I said, you got to be the activist. You got to be you got to be the 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 person who leads the charge, you know, and I'm not what I did was a glimpse on the scale. You know, Michael Phelps has has been active about talking about it. Percy Harvin said there wasn't a game he didn't play. He wasn't high. Ricky Williams. So. Kevin Durant talks about playing high. So, you know, I'm just a, a little, just a little speck on, on the overall. But to me, that was, you know, that was just me flipping my coin in, in the wishing well, you know, like that was my little moment in time. And like you said, now I still do stuff outside of it. I do kind of like, I wouldn't call them so, so much trick shots, but, you know, I went to DC. I live, I'm from the DMV area. So I thought it would be cool to throw over the reflection pool that okay. over a million views and then i just went to new hampshire and i told my boy who's uh who he was a receiver in the xfl uh, i was like bro get on some skis and <laughs> let me throw you a bomb you know and so house the highlights hit me up about that video so it's like right. i got a lot more ideas as far as just six seven second uh scenes that include a ball and some type of emote you know like yeah. that's back to the creativity you know cannabis opens up and this is one thing I want to say too. There's cannabinoid receptors in our brain. So to me, it's like, why would God put receptors in our brain if there wasn't any need or usage for that specific thing? And then also, God said that everything he made is good. So we're talking about a plant. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, these are things. And also, I know I'm uh, uh, I know I'm kind of going off in left field, but to me, it's like, what's wrong with me smoking marijuana and still loving Jesus? You know, like it's just it's, once again, you know, it's you got to be a trailblazer to an extent. You got to stand on what you believe in and what you love. Like, I smoke cannabis, but I still love God. I still love Jesus. I still want to treat people properly the way I would want to be treated. You know, I lead with love, so. Even Shakespeare said, one touch of kin can make the whole world family. I mean, <laughs> one touch of nature can make the whole world kin is what he said. So what touch of nature do you think he's talking about? Oh, yeah. And I know it's like a joke in Friday, you know, where Smokey's like, you know, God put this here for me and you take advantage. But like, it is just a plant that just grows out of the ground. <laughs> Truly, man. Even the anointing oil included cannabis. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like well, they would put anointing oil on people's heads and it would seep into their scalp. And it's like there was cannabis, there was cannabinoids in within that oil. So it's like, you know, it just takes time for people to do a little research and just have a little bit more open. I mean, the first miracle he, that Jesus ever performed was turning water into wine. So it's like and he's, you know, the, the scripture says don't drink to be a drunkard. So. You know, and I don't even really drink like that. Uh, you know, all the only drug, you know, quote unquote drug that I even do is cannabis. So it's like, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to, uh, to promote kids to go, you know, do a bunch of drugs. But it's like, we're talking about a medicine. We're talking about a plant. 
We're talking about something that for so long has been viewed as devil's lettuce, you know, and it's like, I, gotta, I just disagree. I just disagree. We got our homie here, Marco, who's all the way in Germany. And there was a, a politician who said the reason why weed is not going to be legal is because it's not broccoli. Yeah. Yeah. Literally what he said, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's the, it's those type of guys who you would think they're high with the shit they say, you know? And it's like, brother, like you, you need to rewind that. You know what I'm saying? It's, so, you know, I, I like what Kodak said, you know, he said, uh, I'm a healthy, told the doctor, I'm a healthy kid. I smoke broccoli, you know? <laughs> so it's like, that's how I look at it. But you know, it is what it is, man. I just want people to be themselves, bro, because life is so short, man. My my best friend, my roommate in college, he was the number one offensive lineman in the country. He went to Florida State, and he passed away two years ago. I got his number tatted on my wrist, man. It's like life is so short. You know, I've lost a lot of brothers, a lot of people who are very close to me. They're just not here. So it's like I really look at life as day by day, you know, day to day, not a month from now, two years from now. And um, I feel like when you live that way, you don't leave anything on the table. Hell yeah. And our homie Dennis here, he said his four-year-old daughter's on medical cannabis. Shit's a lifesaver. And he said medical cannabis has been a miracle for her and us. And I was uh, it's crazy hearing like people's stories like that because you never know. And like at one point, he's just a random guy, you know, and I mean, way we've met in person now and, you know, all types of shit now. And uh, for him to share a story about his daughter, you know, like literally medical cannabis is saving her life right now. And more stories like that need to be heard because like, that's the reality. You know, even my mom, she's been battling stage four breast cancer for about three and a half, four years now. And like the gummies really help her get good rest. Oh, yeah. They really help her with her appetite because she's to the point where, you know, she doesn't even want to eat dinner anymore. And like, yeah. as a son watching a single mother, uh, go through this and deteriorate right before my eyes. Cause like I said, I was living in Atlanta. I left Atlanta just to come be with my mom because it's like, she gave me the world, you know, me and my little brother. So it's like me to have to witness this is, you know, it's like, I have to medicate too, bro. Cause I'm sitting here hurting watching my mom go through this, you know? So it's like, that's yeah. one of the things that help helps me uh, grieve and, and at least, you know, uh, like navigate my emotions a little bit better and yeah. just understanding, like, we can only control what we can control, but you know, it's more stories like that that need to be heard because that's far greater than, you know, even what I'm using it for. Yeah. And I know, uh, definitely myself, I'm using it for a lot of, a lot of medical reasons. Um, you know, a lot of it just to stay sane. How about that? Through like just regular day to day. Cause, uh, a lot of shit in normal life is stressful. And so I don't know why, uh, people would turn to alcohol, you know, versus something that's going to put you on the up and up, not the down and shout out to our homie, uh, Peacock who, uh, he just passed one year. So I, I call it California sober when you're not drinking, but you know, you might partake in the weed or the mushrooms. Um, that's all right. If, it, if it's, uh, if it's natural, I'm all about it. And he quoted uh, half baked. I don't do drugs, just weed. Just weed. <laughs> Truly, man. You know, it, it'll be a beautiful day when it's just, you know, like you said, acceptable across the world, not just the United States, because I've been to all 50 states. I've been to 20 countries. Just it's been an absolute blessing. Traveling is one of my favorite things to do. 
just yeah. because you get different perspectives. You know, you get to experience life. And and uh, I, I feel like staying in the same place is like staying in the same page in a book. You know, there's there's so many other pages and things that you can experience. So um, that's obviously I love. You know, it's like me and my boy, uh, one of my other quarterbacks I played with at Memphis, we would always say, like, we just amplifies life a little bit, you know? It just makes it a little bit better, you know? And oh, yeah. it's like, it kind of makes you a bit more present at times, too, you know? So I kind of view it as peanut butter as well, you know? Some some people, they even smell peanut butter and they end up in the hospital. And some people, they can eat a whole jar and be okay. So each person needs to understand what they can handle and um you know what the adequate amount is for them and not everyone needs it that's the reality not everyone needs it so you know for the people who do let us do us and for the people who don't they won't so it's that's ultimately it's going to be a beautiful day man when when the world accepts it for what it is but we live in 2024 so there's progress not you know it's not perfect but it, it is some progress that we're experiencing so hopefully we get to see that day Hell yeah. And I know for me, I've been such a weed advocate and doing things not the right way in uh, society's standards that uh, it's definitely made things a little bit harder for me. I mean, shit, even with the content that I'm doing now, if I would have never involved weed like at all, like I probably would have like, you know, more views, more subs, like all this kind of shit. But like everybody that I've met who's found me and like likes the weed part of it, those are like the ride or dies. And so, like, I'd rather not have as many fake people around. I'd rather have some real ones around. And so, uh, the potency of your circle and your community, like I, like you said, man, it's it's not about being the biggest. It's not about getting the most views. Cause same thing, bro. Like I've always been the class clown. I could. There's so many things that would have been off brand, right? That I could have done. Like I don't know if you remember Boot Gang and a couple of those other guys where they were mm -hmm. just. You go in a store and you stand up on a table and you yell and you. But that's not me. I could yeah. have done that. I could have gone that route and gone viral, but it would never have been for the right reasons. Yeah. So a lot of time, if we just, like I said, stay true to who you are and don't, you know, don't water down the product just to try to get more people on it. You know, it's like blue magic was potent. And I'm not, <laughs> and I, don't, I hate to compare it to heroin, but it's like, you know, it's like, if your product is your product and it's potent, then just keep it that and the right people will find it. And when they find it, they'll love you for it because they'll, they'll know what you just said. This guy could, this guy could just be doing a fantasy show. You know, I see some, I don't even yes. play fantasy football. Exactly. People will love you for you, bro. And as long as you continue to be that light and be that example, then the right people will find you. Oh yeah. And, uh, our homie bakes a lot said, what's the dopest dope you've ever smoked? He said, what's the glacier? I mean, honestly in Denver, uh, you know, De Denver, Colorado was definitely probably some of the like high highest, uh, THC levels. Um, Vegas had some good stuff too, but that to me was obviously, you know, like after I hit that, I'm like, Whoa, like, you know, it's, <laughs> cause it's like, you're, you know, just the, the moment of it. And, you know, it's just one of those things. Even if I played in another league, I would never do it again. Like, I don't like repeating, yeah. you know. it's To me, it's it was a moment in time, you know. Like, that was the yeah. only type of league that I would have wanted to do it in. If I yeah. if I ever played in the UFL or, or the NFL or any, which I, I never would, but if I did, 
I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? I'm a smart guy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. But with a league like that, where it's entertainment based and you got fans picking plays off Twitch and you got all these entertainers and and characters who are the owners, like that's the league you do it in. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just, I I, I never understood why, uh, I never understood why they didn't get rally behind it more because that one clip drove more traffic to their league than any other previous clip. Oh yeah. So you know. I never saw anything from that league at all. Random, you know, little stories here and there that, that'll just go. But yeah, so that game that, that you destroyed them in smoking the joint. I mean, that's the most that I've ever, that I've seen from that entire league. So yeah, if it wasn't for you. I, I wouldn't even really even, it'd be an afterthought in my head. <laughs> and there was a lot of people who, who said, I want to, you know, I want to watch the league just to see QB Stu. Like, I, I want to see what he does. Like, we, we're here for him now, but obviously breaking my foot, that was yeah. the end of... Uh, but now what is cool, though, is when I went to the Zappers, I got traded uh, for T.O. to go to the Zappers. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> right, that, that that part is, you know, I got to throw that in because it's like, you get oh, traded yeah. for a Hall of Famer. I don't care how old he is. Like, you know, I grew up watching the guy, so... Uh, I go to the Zappers. They were they hadn't won a game, so if they lost another game, they would have had been uh, exited from the playoffs. So I get there and we don't lose. And then even after I break my foot, they make it to the playoffs and end up winning the championship with right. um, a quarterback named Kelly Bryant, who was at Clemson and Missouri. Great guy. The one thing I will say I loved about the FCF is the whole league practiced on the same field and we all lived in the same hotel. Cool. So that part was dope, bro. Cause like all the quarterbacks are practicing together. All the receivers, running backs, everybody is practicing together. We all eat lunch together. Like that part was dope, bro. Cause it's like you're competing against people, but then you know you're gonna see them in the hotel right after. So it's yeah. like, you know, it, it's like we all understood. Of course, you want to put your best pr- uh, product on the field, but everyone's the homie. You know, it's there. There weren't any issues with people. Like. It would that was really a cool aspect that I did enjoy. Any funny situations happen with Johnny? I just to me, honestly, bro, like I remember being in the locker room when I my first game with the Zappers. And Johnny would basically he he didn't go to practices. Johnny <laughs> would just show up for the games, right? And uh John, you know, Johnny, you know, so uh I remember him coming in the locker room and him just clapping like slow clap and he was like we finally got ourselves a quarterback and bruh that shit there i should have gangster tear man that right there because i was you know john it's johnny bro like oh yeah you know i would be lying if i said i you know i, I remember the first game i played on the beast uh i was on a whole other team and i remember going to the locker room after the game and seeing that johnny had followed me because i had three touchdowns i was I was, you know, 360 reversing out of the pocket, just throwing up jump balls, like, and just him following me was like real recognized real, you know, he, he, oh, yeah. and, but that was also something smart I did too. I put QB Stew on the back of my jersey, understanding yeah. that anyone who watches, like, this is a, 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 I'm a walking billboard, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. That's dope. And when, and when did it like on social media, when do you think, like, what was the moment that made you like spike? Cause you got like what, almost 200,000 like followers on IG. Where was the spike yeah. moment? I would say before the league, I was at like 86, 87,000. Okay. So, uh, you know, it's just been a combination of, 
that that video dropping obviously drew a lot of traffic but like i said even uh i started taking videos at these one-on-one -on -one events that that destroying was doing because he asked me to come on tour with them and i said to myself the videos you post on youtube are always just receiver and db but we never see the quarterback pop yeah and to me the pov of the throw is there's an art to it and I'm yeah. not just, it's, this is not just Stu. This is any quarterback who's immaculate. Like when I went to New Jersey and I saw Michael Vick throw in person, Mike was telling, come on, Stu, go ahead, throw. I'm like, Mike, <laughs> Mike, <laughs> I'm watching you throw right now, brother. Like to me, and cause Michael Vick was my goat, you know, I, oh, yeah. I'm from Virginia. Like I got Allen Iverson tatted on my bicep. Like I, it was just <laughs> surreal. You know, I'm like, wow. I had to pinch myself. I'm like, this is really happening. I'm throwing with Michael Vick like so these type of uh videos i always wanted to to film because people need to see the trajectory and the artistry and like the windows that we're throwing these passes into mm -hmm. and so that's what gave me the idea wow why don't i start doing these throws but like in different environments you know i got i got a, i got a, a throw that i have planned i gotta fly all the way to alaska for it Oh shit! Uh, but yeah, I, I I I have another idea, another concept. I write them all down in my notes, you know. But oh, once yeah. again, where are we getting these ideas? <laughs> Definitely right after a session or during a session. Got to be absolutely, you know. <laughs> so I have uh, I have probably 10, 20 different concepts written down. I want to go to Paris, you know, like I want, when the huh? sun's setting and 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 the Eiffel Tower starts flickering, and I want to throw a 60 yard bomb with the tower in the background, turn around, take a sip of coffee or some shit. Like, you know, th these are just moments in time, brother, that like, if I'm already traveling to these places and enjoying life, how difficult is it to put an NFL ball in my bag and, you know, do three, two or three throws, Yeah. you know? So people obviously are enjoying them, you know? So it's like, like I said, there's going to be people who love them. There's going to be people who hate them. But I love that Gary Vee always talks about you got to be so focused you can't hear the crowd. Because if you allow the the applaud to get you too high or the booze to get you too low, you're being you're you're operating off the wrong people, you know? It's like I, I, there's a lot of people who comment goat or flames or whatever and it's like I appreciate it but only to an extent because those same people could be talking shit the next day. So you can't, you know, you just can't allow your life to 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 be determined or to to put the value on your life or the things you enjoy doing based on what some some other individual has to say. And more often than not, it's usually people with no profile picture, no posts, and just like, and this is what this is the last thing I'm gonna say because I know it could be long winded sometimes, so I apologize, guys. You're good. You're good. But you know, my it's like the AD the ADHD. You know, it's like my brain, Bing, Bing, Bing. Um, the one thing I'm going to say is a lot of times when it comes to those style of content, I always say to myself, what am I putting out versus what are they putting out in regards yeah. to I'm not on people's pages hating. Right. Yeah. You either are giving love or you're giving hate. Yeah. So even a lot of time I respond to hate with love because I know they're not actually mad at me. I know they're hurting. I, yeah. I know more often than not that something along the way has them hurting and i'm genuine i genuinely mean this i want i want them to heal because it's like 
you wouldn't be, you wouldn't have a fake burner account on pages saying the most disrespectful, hateful shit, trying to hurt people's feelings if you weren't also hurting. Right. I compare it to like, why don't we, why do we not ask homeless people for money? Right. Why? Respectfully, because I used to be homeless, brother. I used to, there was a time where I had to sleep in storage units. I had to sleep in IHOPs. I slept in anytime fitness bathrooms. So I, I used to be this person. I never panhandled because I knew it was only for a short period of time, but we don't ask homeless people for money because they don't have it. So you can't expect a person to give you love that doesn't have it. So sure. I hope they receive it, you know? I hope they heal. I, 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 I hope life gets better for them because at the end of the day, they wouldn't be given that if that's where they weren't in life. So, you know, I genuinely want to put love out. I genuinely want people to go after their dreams. I genuinely want people to do what they're passionate about doing because we never know when life is over. And when life is over, that's it. You got to do what you got to do. Whether you're into music, whether you're into podcast, go do what you want to do, truly. Hell yeah. COVID kind of pushed me into this. And uh, I'm still doing shit that, like, even when people ask, what do you do? Like, if it's someone who doesn't understand. It's, like, weird to say, I make money by giving good advice about fantasy football and people pay me for it. It's, it's a beautiful thing, brother. Like, there's not, <laughs> And don't feel bad for that, bro. Don't feel bad no, for I that. No, I don't. You shouldn't, because at the end of the day, uh, one door closed, and you, I, you, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it requires us having to be forced into the blessing, you know? Like, that's just the reality, you know? And yeah. I'm just glad that you said, you know what? I'm capable. I'm more than enough. No one has to qualify me to talk about this. I qualify myself, you know? So keep doing what you're doing, bro. Like, there's obviously a community that appreciates it and also is interested in the same thing. Like, you're making your own lane, bro. You're making your own lane. And it's fun. And, like, even uh, Bake Slice, that I bet QB Stew would get along with Ricky. Got to get them on the stream in the uh, at the same time in the future. And, yeah, see, I would love to have, you know, just, like, a panel of different athletes, different walks of life and all that. And we're just talking about that doesn't even matter talking about just different things and whether it's the cannabis industry, whether it's the culture. I mean, there's so many things that I know that just people want to hear athletes talk about it. Cause like I played baseball when I was younger, I was smoking before every single game in high school. And even when we played like as adults still getting stoned right before the games, like nothing changes. And then like Ricky Williams here and you know, he's doing the exact same thing when he's <laughs> in high school and then in college and hearing his story about, yeah, this guy, he, uh, it was the first time that I like really hit a bong. He was like, and then I had two 300-yard games <laughs> the next two games after that. <laughs> and it's just a game, you know? That's the reality. Like, within five seconds, tell me who won the 2011 Super Bowl. Uh, Packers, right? I don't know. Like I said, that's, and this is yeah. coming from a quarterback. I don't know, bro. Like, I'm sure if yeah. I, you know, but it's just the concept. Like, it's just a game, bro. Like, if I told you list the last 10 Super Bowl winners, like, it's like, okay, that would take some real thoughts, you know, to really write them all out. It's just a game. Like, the reason we all get into the game is because we love the game, most of oh, us, yeah. you know? And it's like, that's the only reason I went back to the game was because I love it. That's the only reason I still throw a football is because I love it. So with what you talked about and the anxiety, the heartaches, like, 
Life is just like gravity. Shit is heavy. It can be. Not always, but it can be. So when there's something you can do that makes you forget about the gravity of life, do that thing. That's why I still throw football. Because when I go to these different places, the only thing I'm thinking, I'm not thinking about my mom being sick. I'm not thinking about all the hate comments. I'm not thinking about, you know, my fan. I'm not thinking about money. I'm not, you know, I'm not thinking about any of those things. I'm thinking about the present moment of I'm out here throwing this ball, doing what I doing what I love. And after I film this clip, uh, it's gonna be a moment in time. And it's once you put something on the internet, it's a seed that you plant. You never know the harvest after it's planted. But if all we focus on is planting as perfectly as we can, that's all that matters. Hell yeah. And uh, what did Marco say? I like QB Stew's hat. What hat you got there? I, so this is a, this is a, a custom. So it's uh, they took the Braves feathers and made it like the Atlanta A. And oh, like yeah. I said, I lived in Atlanta for four years, so you know I like to show, I like to show love to the places I've been. You know, it's like I'm I, I'm the type of like even this hoodie. I didn't buy this hoodie. A friend gave me this hoodie. Like I'm the type of person where all my tattoos were are done from an artist that I went to high school with. All the artwork I buy is from a, a, a guy who I've known since second grade. Like, I love people, man. I love good, genuine people. I love people who 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 do other people correctly, you know, properly. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm about. So, you know, like I said, man, what what you put out is what comes back. So, I don't I don't allow the 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 this the the energy that I receive to dictate what I put out. Like I'm just yeah, going yeah. to continue to do that and trust and know that it's a universal law. That at the end of the day, if I keep living off this level of frequency and vibration, then that's what I'm going to attract. One hundred. Hell yeah. People don't think that that's real, but uh, it's usually the people who are in a bad mood all the time who don't think that that's real. <laughs> yeah, I encourage everyone to go on Google at some point today and and type in um, the Omega scale, right? You look at the Omega scale, there's a vi vibrational chart, a frequency chart, and you'll see at the top of it is enlightenment, love, peace, joy. The lower you get on the scale, you start to get into hatred, envy, jealousy that's why you get around certain people and they're like i love being around this guy it's something about him it's a it's an energy that he brings and that's why back to the bible jesus said i am the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end imagine how gangster it would be to say the final score in the second quarter <laughs> that man talked about the final score in the second quarter so <laughs> You know, and even to clarify, in the videos where I say I'm him, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about the God inside of me. Right? There's a God inside of you and everyone else watching this. So that's the beauty of it is we all need to wake up and remind ourselves. The, the scripture says faith comes by hearing the word. So I encourage everyone to speak affirmations over their life so that way their faith can, can increase over themselves. You know, like... I am disciplined. I am loving. I am a great communicator. Like these are just simple affirmations that the more you say them, the more your subconscious starts to believe them. And as you start to believe them, you start to live them. And before you know it, because so many people, I hate to say it, but I, I see so many people, they continue to live the life that they're speaking. It says life and death is in the power of the tongue. 
life and death. So I speak life. I don't want anyone to die. I speak life. I want people to live. So, you Hell know. Yeah. Everyone's loving what you're saying right now. Shout out to Spencer. He's at All Facts QB Stew. Uh, Peacock said, yeah. Bake said, preach, brother. Dennis said, QB Stew is that dude. Uh, Toyota One said, this is a true, uh, uh, true, good, genuine dude. Good shit, bro. Yeah, we appreciate you dropping all the knowledge and coming and sharing your story. Because, yeah, that was a dope moment in time that you created that hopefully is never forgotten. And even though you said you're kind of just like a speck or whatever, like, Pretty much all those guys you mentioned, like that's how short of the list, like it is. Um, so either way, like hopefully you know how dope that was. I appreciate that, bro. Like I said, man, it's, you know my my name, my story, my moment in time will will wither away. You know, I, this is the last thing I'm gonna leave on because I know we're wrapping up. But I love that King Solomon. He he was the wisest to ever live outside of Jesus, and he wrote the Book of Ecclesiastics. And he said, chasing money, chasing fame, chasing women is like chasing the wind. You can never catch it. So that's what I'm saying, brother. Like, don't worry about chasing the wrong things. These things we can't catch. Have you ever tried to catch wind? Good luck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not unlike Aguilar, right? So, uh, you know, that's, I just encourage people, man, just, just stay prayed up, man. Just continue to treat others how you would want to be treated. And just continue, like, you know, the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. So whatever you guys genuinely want in your heart of hearts, just take one step towards that thing. Don't worry about tomorrow. Focus on today. And I uh, appreciate you having me on, bro. Truly, man. Praying for all your success. I appreciate you sending the DM. All the messages were love, good energy. So, you know, I didn't mind hopping on here, taking time out of the day. Because remember, time is the one thing we can't get back. Money, you can always get that back. But time... That's precious, man. You can never buy that yeah. back. So I appreciate your time, bro. Hell yeah. We appreciate your time as well. You got anything that uh, that you want to... Where can people follow you? Anything you got to plug? QB Stew on all platforms. And I just plug Jesus, man. Like, truly. Because to me, that's what changed my whole life, you know? Like I said, man, I could have been in prison. I could have been dead. There was all the people who I was running with in high school. A lot of them ended up with that fate. So it's like my real you know i would say the fork in the road uh came when i started to really tap into the word and start to pray and start to really seek after something uh greater than myself and um you know like i said of course i'm cannabis uh activist for that because i do genuinely believe that god created the plant i mean i know he did so it's like god's not a liar he said i have given you all plant yielding seeds they shall be for you so it's like I'm like, okay, I know he's not a liar. You know, it's like I'm, everything I created is good. I know he's not a liar. So, you know, that's that's all I encourage people to do is just continue to seek God, uh, stay true to yourself, and, um, you know, just take it one day at a time. I I, tr I have a, a sense that that a lot of people, I know, I, know, I know people are going through things, you know, so I'm truly praying for whatever anxiety people are feeling that that be healed, whatever depression people are feeling that, a light inside of them comes about. And, um, you know, I just love people, man. I love people. And my little brother, he got bullied a lot. So I was always fighting the people that would pick on him. I got bullied a lot too, even though I was the quarterback and the, I would get bullied for stuff. So, you know, 
I'm I'm a man of the people, bro. Like I I I'm never too big for for anyone, you know. I'm just a regular average dude, man. Just doing just doing what I love. So appreciate you having me on. Keep running it up, bro. I'm excited to see where you're at a year from now, two years from now. Like just keep doing what you're doing, bro. Appreciate you, homie. And Spencer, he said, glad I tuned in for what I needed to hear on my B day. Happy birthday, Spencer. Happy birthday, bro. Hell yeah. We appreciate you, bro. And hopefully we can do this again sometime. Just let me know, bro. We'll line it up. I'll meet you on the 50 for the coin toss. (laughs) I like it. Bro, y'all have a great day, man. Y'all be great. Appreciate you. All right, love, bro. bro. All right, everybody. Appreciate everyone who was here for the QB stew interview. Shit was super dope. I'm going to do one more dab for the crew. Everybody uh, go ahead and throw in your thoughts in there. And yeah, another happy birthday for our man, Spencer, the guru. Hell yeah. Hopefully you're having a good day today, bro. Derek said, yeah, good message. Yeah. He's a real one, man. And uh, yeah, Dennis said, great message from QB stew. Johnny said, good one. <laughs> Tina said, line it up. I'll meet you on the 50. It's cold. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. So super cool, dude. Um, like literally messaged him. She, I looked at the original like time that I messaged him and it was February. Or no, 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 February. Uh, September of 2022. And I was like, bro, you're fucking legend for smoking the joint on the after the touchdown and then shredding them. And uh, he was like, thanks, bro. It's all love. And like, that was it. I messaged him again, like after that, uh, but he never saw it. Never went back to the DMs. And then I forget what he, uh, what he, <laughs> Tito said, stealing that and that Peacock said, that's a dope quote. Hell yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Peacock said, badass worked out. I'm on my lunch break so I could listen. Hell yeah. This is a good one. I'm going to chop it and, uh, you know, upload it and I'll be chopping a bunch of clips because there's a bunch of dope clips that are going to come from, uh, from that interview. What was it about 40, 45 minutes, 50 minutes or whatever. And, um, and then he posted something. I, I don't know what, I think it was something, uh, it was, uh, man, it was some, either him throwing a ball or basketball or like something. And I was like, Hey bro, I was like, I got a 420 football podcast. I was like, love to get you on there, uh, to share your story. And then just sent him a couple messages in the DMS. And, uh, he answered right away and was like, super cool. He asked me a couple questions and, uh, yeah, it was super cool. This was like on Saturday or Sunday. And um, yeah, like that's how quick the turnaround time was. And he was on the road. I mean, you saw it. He was in like a van or something. And uh, so, but yeah, the show was dope. Hella dope. He was loving uh, how he had the Mary Jane music uh, going. Makes a great interview. Would be dope if Ricky QB Stew and Hell came on the show with you and Bogey. Hell yeah. (laughs) Super dope. That was fun. (laughs) Mary Jane. Super fun. Thanks for everybody who uh, who caught it live. 
All right. Because I know this is one that uh, probably will. Uh, so I'm going to upload like the whole, uh, I'm going to upload the whole interview. We'll do that first. And then, um, and then I'm going to start like chopping it up into a bunch of uh, smaller clips. Throwing it all over social media. So hopefully we can get people back to watch the full interview. And uh, yeah, Bake said everyone light up at the same time at, at 4.20. <coughs> Hell yeah. Lisa, great interview, Alex. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. QB Stew's the man. And uh, I did know a little bit, you know, about uh, his past because I, 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 after... After he found out about that, like I watched a bunch of videos that he has and he does talk about, you know, on those videos um, about different times where uh, where he was like homeless. And uh, yeah, so I mean, he's got a crazy story, crazy story. And then uh, shit, you know, even getting vulnerable about mom Dukes, you know, like that's like tough, like anybody dealing with uh, with stuff like that. <coughs> but uh, man. It was, it was a dope one. I think this was one of the best interviews yet. And uh, more to come in the future. And uh, more cool shows that are going to be being produced as well. Um, not all of them are going to be live streams. Um, but like uh, we're going to be doing the Back to Queens Boulevard uh, podcast. It's going to be an entourage uh, episode by episode review show coming out once a week. It's going to be me and Taco hosting uh me and hess we're gonna get some kind of cannabis podcast going we're not exactly sure what the title is gonna be yet but that'll be something coming end of february march something like that that'll be a weekly uploaded joint as well uh me and bogey we're gonna be doing a wrestling nostalgia podcast it's gonna be super dope those ones are gonna be live streams because we're gonna be watching uh the episode with uh with you guys um with whatever match or you know whatever we're watching and then uh more fantasy football content so we're gonna have the morning show going down like um i mean it's gonna be going down monday through friday for sure we're never gonna stop that um but there's just not going to be many live streams for fantasy football outside of that, unless it is a mock draft or something, because we are going to get uh, those going as well. But uh, it's going to be a lot of uploaded content, a lot of short form content, um, just really things to drive the narrative, because I feel like a lot of these videos um, that we'd be doing that could be an hour long video, it could be condensed into like a one minute video of just like giving um giving the bullet points so a lot of this a lot of the stuff's going to change with the fantasy content and uh yeah it's going to be a good off season we got the playoff leagues um we're in the week we're going into week three of three of these tournaments and then we got dynasty starting in the middle of february offense only and the patented wwf hustler um dynasties with idp appreciate you peacock so I'll start working on the wrestling graphic next. <coughs> Appreciate you, bro. <coughs> oh, shit. <coughs> Got some requests in the queue. And an offer <coughs> to illustrate children's books. That would be dope. That would be dope, bro. Fucking awesome. <coughs> Whoo. All right. Whew. Thanks for everybody rocking with us.
We're going to go ahead and shut this down. And what do we got today is Tuesday. <laughs> so we got Stevie B and the Hammer coming back with uh, the Dynasty Life show at 7 p.m. West Coast time. Make sure you come back for that. Uh, they're always dropping great isms on uh, the Fantasy show. So make sure you catch it live. And yeah, we'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Uh, what do we got? Marco said, yes, we cannabis. How about that for a title? <laughs> I like that. I like that. Peacock said, local writer just published a book called Sunday for Pandulce. And uh, she knows my sister mentioned her. I probably do some work instead of who she's using right now. Nice. Derek, salute everybody else. We appreciate you guys. Everybody who's in the chat right now. We're getting up out of here. We'll see you later. Peace out. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Oh, here comes the. Oh, here comes the. Oh, here comes the. Oh, here comes the.